I never say hello and welcome to the podcast. Who will someone else say hello and welcome to the podcast and then I'll say something. Hello and welcome to the podcast. What's the podcast called? You didn't say to say that bit. Well, I thought you could like, you know, put your own swing on it. Okay, right. Let's do this again. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the British People podcast. Is this all going to get left in? Probably. She leaves everything in. Anyway, so I just wanted to start off by thanking those of our listeners who emailed in telling us how they found the show. What's that? Can we just rewind there? Rewind? Yes, rewind. Go back, go back. Well, we go in two. Just stop. Is that the introduction? Is that that how we're going to introduce this, this episode? Do you want do you want me to just do the normal way that we do it? Yeah, just mention the date, the episode, number and what it's about because I feel like we go wrong there. Okay, let's scrap that. Let's try. Let's start again. Right. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the British People Podcast. This is episode thirteen. My name's Steve. I'm a host on the show and I am joined by Alright, I'm Arthur. I'm Jane. We done. Yeah, now yep. you can now you may proceed. Okay, so we wanted to thank those of our listeners who emailed in telling us how they found the show. That was the survey that the producer asked for a while ago. So this actually did lead to us finding out a bit about our numbers for the British People podcast. And it turns out we don't really have that high numbers. We suck. Despite all the funding that's gone into the show from the commissioners, it turns out people don't really want to listen to three white, straight, undiverse young people talk about British life. How about that? So I just wanted to take this moment to look back at the first episode, the pilot, actually, in which I stated this issue. And I just like to say, look at that. I was right. Because no one wants to fucking listen. (laughs) Listen, people, please. We're desperate. And that was it. That's all I wanted to say for the start of it. I'm Jane. Hello. Again. I thought you said it. I did, but I just wanted to say... I'm Jane and I'm right. Just to clarify, my name is Jane oh, and I am right. God's sake. Yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong? No, nothing. I'll turn your volume down now. You might have been a bit loud there coming out my headphones, so hopefully the mic doesn't pick that up. But we should be all right now. Turn it down. I hope that's not left in. Um, this is probably why we have a low listenership. Probably. Yeah. Well, she wants it to be raw, doesn't she? So she leaves it all in, but it just turns out being like a load of crap before you get to anything of content of meat. I don't know. (laughs) What are you trying Uh, to say? Right. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of faff around the actual news, isn't there? Anyway, who wanted to... We like the faff. In uh, some sort of charitable act for the show, because we get paid and we feel like we haven't really delivered our bit if we haven't got a listenership. We've made a Twitter to try and increase some sort of listenership. Some sort of... What's the word? Not attention. Following. Publicity dinner. It's to grow the cult. We've started a Twitter to grow the cult. The cult of mm. the British People mm. podcast. Mm. And it's run by us. Yeah. Um. So I'm, It has got a name, hasn't it? I think it's just... Uh... It's the British People podcast. Although, if you, I think if you search that, you'll find us. If not, it's I think the, it's at, at British symbol, People, isn't it? Yeah, at British yeah. People, but the L in People is an I. What? Yeah, um, Why is it so hard to find? Because 
That's just the way Twitter is. Somebody already yeah. had that. Well, so we've got British people. We've no, got no, no. British pie. Oh, my God. But we can't even get that right. Um... <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to find us, I'm pretty sure you can search the British People podcast and you will see our logo. A capital I on, like, a, a phone looks like a, a, an L because it's like a, it doesn't have the two lines above it and below it. Like, so it doesn't look too bad. Yeah, but um, if people type it, it's not going to come up. It will. It, the minute you start, the minute you type the British People podcast, it will automatically come up. It's the same. It's got the same logo as our Spotify one, just the white background with the, the typing British People effect on it. Um, so, yeah, that's us out there now. You give it a follow. Um, I think the idea is a sort of way to, like, tweet us and get in contact with us. And we also might tweet about other things that we don't mention on the show like various other news stories like i think steve you tweeted about something with the gervais was it something like that i can't remember uh right. did i well it sounds thrilling fair play we're really selling well it. do you know what if you want to find out you have to go and find the account and see what i might have tweeted yeah, yeah. Um, how's that and you can also that's listener engagement a quicker way to get us is to use the hashtag um b double p all in caps i think we're going to go with so that will just get you know straight to us yeah thrilling. nice that's really the intro thrilling. Done. happy yeah yep let's move on to the news take it away jane yep i'm gonna try and be a bit more bouncy this episode because Ooh. the producer tells me every week that i sound a bit dead so okay flat. let's go Job vacancies have reached an all-time high. That is a story from the BBC News. This is true. Yeah. So the facts. Vacancies hit 1.1 million between July and September, says the Office for National Statistics. It is the highest level since records began in 2001. Which is interesting. I thought they'd been going on longer than 20 years. I'm... Oh, God. What? I read that as jobs, like vaccinations, like like vaccines. <laughs> oh, vacancies you read as vaccines. This is a bad job. Yeah, mm. Okay. The largest increase in vacancies was in the retail sector and in motor vehicle repair, it said. The report by the National Statistics. Yes. The UK unemployment rate was estimated at 4.5% compared with a rate of 4% before the pandemic. The ONS, which is the Office of National Statistics, said the number of employees on payroll showed another monthly increase, rising 207,000 to a record 29.2 million in September. Which is obviously because people are going back to work, I'm guessing, and students are getting more jobs. So is that Uh, 29.2 million people are currently hired? Employed, rather. That is the number of employees on payrolls. Wow. Yeah. That's a high number. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's risen by 207,000. Yeah, it was previously 207,000 less. I think that's what that's saying. Yeah. I thought it meant it had risen from 207,000 to 29.2 million, which was fucking George. That would have been hell of an uplift in uh, people employed. So a problem, says Yale Selfin, the chief economist at KPMG UK, 
said labour market shortages shortages could stunt the UK's economy recovery from the pandemic. And that, as I'm sure we're all aware, is referring to the EU, Brexit, you know, all that sort of stuff. They were the labour market, a lot of it, so... I like how in-depth you've gone in with your research so far. That you've like you've taken the time to read this, understand it. There's nothing you don't know about this article. I am familiar with it, but I did find it today. We're doing an <laughs> earlier recording date than we thought because we kept being late. It was very so... last minute. I mean, I've gone for an article yeah. that I've, I would never have picked normally. But, um, oh, that's great. I think a lot of people, a lot of people that might listen will... We'll probably be into it. Mm. I mean, I should say this news story is from today. So this is 12th of October news story. That's my sister's birthday, by the way. If she's oh, listening, nice. happy birthday. Happy birthday to your sister. Happy birthday in that. <laughs> so the Yale Selfin Cheek Economist also said the recovery is testing the capacity of the economy to adjust to a new post-pandemic pandemic environment a task made more difficult fuck me words like a drunk? task made more difficult by the reduced availability of overseas workers again that's referring to the EU I'm, I'm assuming have you just had have you had a bit of a drink before the show I haven't actually this you is, haven't. Yeah, I think it's because I got these headphones on, so it's like, can't really hear myself as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or that glass of whiskey that sat next to you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. She goes on, acute skill shortages have pushed vacancies to record levels for a second month in a row in September as employers struggle to find skilled staff. This is true. And this is backed by Mark Jenkins, a supply chain director for food wholesaler Breaks. He said, in the last four months, we've recruited 700 people, but 400 of our staff have left us to work for other companies. For every two people we hire, only one person stays because there are other jobs in the market. Our training costs have increased. I didn't think of that. I suppose they would because you do have to actually train these people. you got to train everybody. My previous employer, I think they've got 300 job vacancies at the moment. Obviously, they're having to, they're having to lift the wages to compete with everybody else in the market. It's mental. It is yeah. crazy these times. That is what I'm about to say now. It's something to do with that, yeah. He's gone on to say wages have gone up by 15 to 20% in some parts of the business in order to attract the right kind of people. And on top of that, we're paying retention bonuses to hang on to the staff we do have. That's crazy. But these higher wages have to be passed on. So the suppliers are passing on the costs to them and then they're passing some of the costs to their customers. And at the end of the day, the consumers will feel the pain, is what he said. But th- this is the thing. This is the, what I don't understand sometimes about like the government raising minimum wage. It makes everything more expensive. Yeah, if they reduce the price of living, that might be more effective, really. But then you're paying people to look after the cost of living, like who handle it all. If you're paying them more, then it's, it's just like a vicious cycle. If you pay a factory worker more money, then the margins of the company are going to be less and they're going to make those margins higher. So at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay more for someone else to get like a wage uplift, but then everything else becomes more expensive. So does the minimum wage raise actually matter because everything else is still expensive? 
It's like mm. a vicious cycle. And at the bottom of this, I've just written, oh, from the article, there are fewer older people in work and more younger people in education. And I can vouch for that because I am 24 and I'm in university on an undergraduate degree paid for by the government. And I have two part-time jobs at companies that there's no way I would have got my foot in the door pre-pandemic. So there we are. And they're still desperate. They want to get up to 100 in one of the companies I work for and they've only got 65. So it's hardly going to be the cream of the crop that they're picking this is it is everyone through the door now everybody mm. like this is this is the time to start applying to those companies that you don't think you might have had a chance or had no interest in just to see just apply it and see what happens yeah pretty much and that's it arthur what are your thoughts you've said fuck all i bet you don't even know what we're talking about do you yeah i thought this was about vaccinations um so I should have um but the last bit's true I think because um in the town I live in everyone's got like a saying in the window saying they're you know looking for more staff and that and there's just yeah there's a lot of jobs going about um I've never really gone to like uni or college really because I'm not that bright in that but um you're bright in your own way Mary considers you a genius yeah yeah well um yeah um She's probably stopped listening now because we haven't heard from Mary in a while. No, we haven't. Not since it came out that Arthur was emailing her as other people. Dun, dun, dun. One email. Was it's it? enough. It's enough. So job vacancies have reached an all-time high. Are you just going to reread the article? You realise I just said all that, right? Yeah, well, I got lost in between everything else that you broke down, which is, you know... Fair play, it was done. It was um, laid out quite well, but so job job vacancies have reached an all time high. It's so hard to process what you're saying because I'm also trying to concentrate and read the screen as well. But you so don't I need just... to read the screen. You can just listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Well, I have the agenda up in front of me to like follow it, so I know where we are. Um, um, just for just for the record, have you noticed that every episode that you have the agenda open trying to follow, you can't. Maybe try a different tact. Let's just try the listening one. Yeah. Basically, there's more jobs. Than ever before. And it's take your pick. And you even get paid to stay. You even get a little bonus for staying. That's all right, isn't it? That's a, yeah, that is pretty good. Okay, I mean... I think that's wrapped up. Should we move on to the society and culture section? Oh, this is lively as ever, this episode, isn't it? Come on, people. It is. Let's go. Yep. Right, Arthur, let's go. What's your society and culture section? Oh, yeah, so this is um where one of the hosts, in this case, this episode, it's me, Arthur, where I choose my own personal segment. And um, I believe last episode, on episode 12, we um brought up the fact that I did a little blog thing when I went to Edinburgh for the weekend. Um, and I, they decide. Um, Jane and um Steve um wanted to give it a read, so I sent it to them, and they wanted to pick it apart, sort of like on an episode, um, and choose their best bits. Um, I didn't really want to send it out to anyone because I thought it was a bit not personal, but it's like just wouldn't be interesting to anyone. But they said it was all right. Um. It's kind of got inspired to do it because of like 
Carl Bilkington. He did a diary when he used to go abroad and stuff, and people say write about what you know. So I thought, why not jot it down, kill some time um, on the train up and back and etc. So um, I think yeah, that's that's about it really. Cool. So um, how are this we doing was... this? Well, it says here that you've got you want to read, but. I'm just reading it now, and I think it would be quite fun if we all maybe read a bit. Um, this was um, no, not the whole Uh, thing. The the best snippets. So sorry, Arthur. What were you mumbling then? Go on. I was just saying. I I wrote. I wrote. I um. I typed this up um between the dates of Friday the third of September to like the fifth, I think. So. It's been a while. See, I've been back a while, but it's been um, a while, crocodile. Yeah, this is um, this is my kind of blog entry of, of, of two nights up in Edinburgh, because um, a family member kind of passed away, so they were Scottish, so I had to go up there for that. Um, yeah, and I thought if I didn't say yeah, I would never got to go to Scotland because I don't really like traveling and going about and stuff. Um, Why? I thought. Since I am going to, I might as well make a sort of like a a note of it, so I can sort of show people. Or yeah, people well, can know. yeah. What I love is that you've started off saying my first time traveling somewhere in this country for a short period of time, and it was to scatter someone's ashes. Tell me, is Scotland in England? That's no, it's sort of like you don't have to like get on a plane, is what I mean. Like every time I've gone abroad, it's always been I on a different island or something like that i suppose scotland is independent in it oh i learned that up there but um it meant like i just meant like i didn't have to physically like leave the ground to get somewhere whereas it's what i normally have to do see that's funny that you bring that up because everywhere i'm just trying to think now when you look at a map it never really says england wales ireland or scotland it always says united kingdom so is united kingdom the country no, because England's a country. Well, no, it's like the EU, isn't it? It's like the United Kingdom is its own thing. Like the EU was its own thing, but it had countries in it. I don't know. And we're just Great Britain. See, that's another name that we've got for it, Great Britain. Mm. Yeah, but you'd think the people living on it would know the countries. So where's like England and that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, is it England, United Kingdom... UK, um, what's what's one you just said? England is part of the United Kingdom. Yeah, there's Wales, England, Ireland, well, Northern Ireland, and Scotland. What's UK? United Kingdom. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so there's, like, three different names, but anyway, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I, this is what I mean, I'm not very bright, so I just assumed it was the same country because it was, like, I didn't have to physically leave, um the ground to get to somewhere else that's not that you're not bright it's just you've obviously not been told it like explicitly somehow through your how old are you well, i took geography in school so you 20 one 21 okay mm. and you took geography at school yeah i only passed it because of the um coursework as well well that's most of it isn't it exactly yeah 
you know, it's like 50% coursework, something like that. And they're, they're God, I'm glad work. I didn't have to do coursework. Coursework would have Right, sucked. let's get back to this fucking segment, shall we? All right, then. Oh. Yeah, it's bad that we do Dragon. So, yeah. Who's reading, then? This is my segment, but you've kind of read it. I sent it to you. This is my... This is my weekend away in Edinburgh, and I jotted some thoughts I had whilst I was up there down on my phone, iPad at the time, and these two wanted to read it out and choose their favourite bit, so take it away. So I've picked out some bits that I want to talk about, and or, yeah. you know, at least read. Yeah. Uh, Steve, have you picked out any bits, or are you just going to jump on board of mine? I'm going to jump on board with yours, and I think we should just comment about each bit. Okay, so what you're saying is you've done no work towards this segment and you're just going to piggyback off mine. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly it. Great. Okay. Well, can Arthur read some of them? Because I feel like it would be better coming from his dosset tones. Okay, then. So, yeah, Jane's picked these. Arthur's going to read them and we'll all comment and talk about each bit. What a confusing segment. Oh, my Christ. So can we start with when waiting for the train up to Edinburgh, which is yeah the fourth paragraph in. What? It's green. The green bit. It's, yeah, there's the four paragraphs. One, oh, two, yes, three, and yes, it's the yes. fourth one in. I think that's paragraphs. That's, oh, that's right, isn't it? I'm scared oh to say God. anything now. Well, I, I, I sort of wanted to talk, like hear him talk about the bit before. What do you mean? We don't have time to go through the whole thing. Not the whole thing. I'm talking about the best bits that have been picked out. Well, then you should have fucking picked some. But all we've got are the ones that I picked now. So you just have to deal with it. Yeah. And you've started the third one that you've started thing in. I'm that's, talking about talk about number that's, two. That's the second one. No, the second one. I've already one said is... the first one. Yeah. Travelling somewhere in this country. And then you said, right, let's do one waiting for the train. Okay. So... Um, yeah, this is something I jotted down at the time. Um, I, when I was waiting for the um, the train from King's Cross up to Edinburgh, um, I noticed how a lot of people were wearing like joggers and suit-type trousers. Um, there wasn't really any jeans to be seen, people wearing like jean material jeans, trousers. Um, and I just thought maybe they'd be out of fashion soon um, because there just weren't any about. And there's a lot of people there, um, which I didn't like. There was too, too much going on. But, um, yeah. I am with you on, I think, jeans are phasing out. No. Yes, I think so. They're just I never wear basic. jeans anymore. I always wear jeans. Never. I never wear it. it I, I can't even remember the last time I wore jeans. Arthur, you wear jeans, though, don't you? Um, I have, like, the old pair. But, yeah. I'm wearing little shorts at the moment, like to... Yeah, I wear shorts and joggers a lot. Well, I mean, I'm wearing pyjamas right now, but when I go to work, I'll put my jeans on. And today I was wearing jeans. See, when I go to work, I just wear joggers. Oh. (laughs) Jeans are out. Arthur's right, jeans are out. Disagreed. What's this? Should we move on to when Platform 1 was announced? Yeah, can you read it now? I don't like reading now. It feels weird about my own stuff. All right, then. When Platform 1 was announced at the Tannoy, it felt like half the population flocked towards to get... No, flocked forwards to get on the train. 
I don't know why everyone was in such a rush. The train wasn't due to leave for another 20 minutes. It's not as good coming from me, though. I'm so confused. This is not what's written down on the agenda. It is, you know, where the whole email is. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the right. whole, not the bit underneath where I've written in green what I want to say, and, like, and that's just all of it. Oh, that's just what bit... I've been basing this whole thing on. No, no, we're going through the the email and I've like put in green bits I want to say and then ah, the bottom was if I wanted to make it simpler. This is, but I... this is shoulder. <laughs> this is this is, bad, this is, this is a bad episode. It's a terrible segment, yeah. This is why we need to follow the agenda from the top to the bottom. Go up to the top where it says society and culture section. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in there Because each segment's supposed to cover about 20 minutes. We've probably been on this for 20 minutes. And then just go down and it's highlighted in green. The bits that um, Jane wanted me to talk about and ask me questions on, I guess. Okay. So, we've just covered the bit about how long it took. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Uh, it's hard to sort of reflect back on it now because obviously I read it like over a month ago now. But I do remember like the minute it was like platformed this for Edinburgh, everyone just was legging it forward, and it's like, why? Like, it's it's not going to be going anywhere for another twenty minutes. But anyway, people like to get their seats and stuff, so maybe I've sort of understand that now well i just liked your language you used like the whole population flocking forward but still it felt like it yeah there was just so many people i hated it and all dragging suitcases so everyone was just like oh it was just a mess mm. it's a mad rush isn't it for trains mm. right now i'm going to read my favorite bit will you read it because it's not going to sound the same coming from me it's about the overweight lady um some rather oh okay I'm going to read this word. Uh, some overweight lady kept getting up and moving seats, which results in her having to drag her broken suitcase up and down the aisle. At one point, her fat, warm ass pressed against my arm. And there we go. The show has now been cancelled. There's nothing wrong with saying that she was overweight. But um oh yeah, I won't be doing it again. What the train? All of it. Yeah, I mean, you did finish it off by saying the family said they'd like us to come back up again before Christmas, and I said I probably wouldn't bother. Did you actually say, though, that I I, I probably won't bother? Yeah, I said that. I said, you can forget it. <laughs> you know you can get a plane to Scotland? Yeah, I know. Well, my dad um, works for Network Rail, so it was a bit cheaper by train. Ah, right. Okay. Mm. Getting those discounts... Just before we do wrap up, because I feel like it's coming to an end now, but you've said here, then had a shower, the bathroom has its own little grip mat for the bottom of the bath. Never seen one of them before. Maybe it's a Scottish thing. Are you joking? Have you never seen a grip mat at the bottom of a bath? No. Never? You don't even have one at home? I spoke to my... Well, I... I I don't know how to say this without sounding like really like... But we have like two separate bathrooms, so it's like a bath and a shower, and I never use it. So, ooh, you I, bougie fuck. Yeah, I hate talking about that because it sounds really like, oh, but like, um, <laughs> what? I guess what do you mean? I, it I sounds up... normal. Okay. La dee da. He's um, got two bathrooms. <laughs> Why? How many bathrooms do you have at home? Uh, in this uni place, we've got two bathrooms and a toilet. But at home, we have only got one bathroom. So, yeah. Seems like you're the odd one out then, Jane. I googled that. Um, 
grip mat and it turns out it's like an elderly thing so maybe there was just in case there were any elderly like people that are going to the hotel and that no it's just for anyone who doesn't wish to slip in the bath <laughs> and break their back but don't you sit don't you lay in a bath don't you lie down what are you gonna slip <laughs> no it's for when you get up and you step oh. out of the bath so you don't slip yeah, i suppose All right. Oh, lastly, can we talk about squareabouts and then we're done? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a bus into Edinburgh City. On the journey, I realised that all of their roundabouts are square. Dot, 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 squareabouts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point, though. Yeah, that really confused me. Like, um, I, I remember when on the way up to the train, a lot of people talking about the, you know, things to do in Scotland whilst you're up there, and it's like all the castle. You know, I saw more car. I did, there was so many castles up there, and so many square roundabouts. It was just, it was really weird. Um, How do you have a square roundabout? Tell me, you're not just talking about a junction. It was a roundabout, like in the middle of the road, and it was square. How does that work? So you like? still had to go around it. It was just a square. Yeah. Right. That's weird. We do yeah. things weirdly in Scotland, clearly. Yeah. So that was your diary segment. I mean, are you going to write another one for a different... It doesn't even have to be an event. It could just be like a day in the life of Arthur. Yeah, you should do one in the day of a life of Arthur. No. Just one, please. I'll think about it, but what I'll do, what, I'll, what I'm willing to do is upload it to our Twitter and if people want to read the whole thing in depth, then they can. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that, yeah. Okay, that was the personal segment. Okay, now that was long. Right. That was long. <laughs> Hosts like or dislike from the past two weeks. Get ready. I have got a very nice reminder from the producer in bright red capital letters to remember to disclose whether it's a like or a dislike. So I guess I forgot for the last few episodes or something because... She's made a point to put my name in brackets. God, you're always getting picked up by the producer. Always. Apparently. So my dislike is that I used to have a phone case that I bought from Amazon. And it was very bulky, like very, very protective. But it was so protective that it wasn't actually very functional. You couldn't hear if someone rung me because there was like, so it was waterproof. It sort of covered the microphone. Oh, right. And it made audio sound really tinny because obviously it's got to get through this big bulky case. And now I've just gone and bought a glass screen protector and a sort of chunky phone case. And I'm pretty sure it would break if I dropped it, but I'd rather that, to be honest, than just having a half-functioning phone. That makes sense. I would be pissed off. Are you sending it back or are you just going to be like, eh? Nah, it's been too long. It's been so. too long? Well, yeah, I've had it for ages, just sort of like, oh, well, I mean, I'll I'll be glad of it if I drop it, and it, you know, it broke, so I'll just keep it. <laughs> and now it's gotten to the point where I just think, fuck it, it'll break, it'll break. <laughs> What's that little accent or voice that you're doing? It's just my, you know, your your voice. Is that your subconscious your voice? Yeah, that's my Sounds like an old voice. dude, just like, oh, fuck it. If it breaks, it breaks. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, well. Sorry, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. 
That's it. Okay, cool. Okay, mine is a like, and uh, I have booked a Harry Potter walk in Manchester. What is a Harry Potter walk? So, the... I'm trying to think as to what they're called now. Warner Bros. and whoever made Harry Potter, the studio, have teamed up together, and they have basically rented out a woodland in Manchester, and... Uh, they've made like this course thing in there. It's not like a, an assault course. It's like a pathway that you walk through the woods and they have made it the theme of the Forbidden Forest. So they're putting like oh. uh, projectors above water, probably I imagine oh. for like Dementors and Patronus stuff. And they're putting oh all like, <laughs> yeah, they're putting all the um, mystical creatures within the woodland. And as you're walking around, they probably like pop out and stuff. I'm really excited. There's no like, trailer or video or photos of it because this is the first one they've ever done so i'm i'm pretty happy about this i'm looking forward to it how much were tickets when is it it is uh i think it's running for a couple of weeks and i think we got tickets so the early the earlier you book the more expensive the tickets are so if you like book later it's less expensive obviously i think we're going on like opening night and it's and it was i think it was 40 a person 40 that's it yeah oh my god i'm booking it it's, oh my god i'll have to send you the details it's only like it's a 40 minute walk but obviously it's gonna be fucking amazing <sighs> right i'm gonna right let me i'll find the details and i'll send it to you after thank you arthur do you want to do your oh wait are you done steve yeah i'm done i'm done <sighs> yeah so um... this is why we do these because that was really helpful for me crack on arthur Mine's a dislike from the past two weeks. Um, I didn't really have anything to put um, for this section till about an hour or so ago, probably a bit more than that now. Oh, what a happy life you lead. <laughs> um, at the moment, uh, my toe's still quite bad. It's on the recovery, as we know. Last week, I had an ingrown. Well, not last week, but a few weeks ago, I had an ingrown toe now. So I can't really what? drive on it properly. So come on, even now I'm getting fed up. Let's. Um, where was I? Um. My mum offered to pick me up after work, so after she was coming back from town, and I was standing outside waiting on the pavement, and I just sort of noticed how many people like are just walking about smiling and stuff. Like I was like, "What are you smiling at? What do you know what I mean?" Mm. So that just kind of went with me a bit. So you were just being a bit of a miserable bastard. Well, we're hoping the dishwasher that... at work kind of flooded and broke, so I was sorting that out, which made me minute leave work a bit late but not overly late and then my mum was taking forever um this was like oh, I, just wish I, I might as well have walked home and i was just as i was sort of like looking about and stuff i just saw these people that just sort of walk about hands you know smiling and just looking about it's like what are you smiling for you know what's going on so but, um, other people being happy that's what you don't like this you week miserable bastard well it wasn't that it was just it was just like people i see people do it and they look at you and smile it's like what are you doing what do you um, mean don't you smile You're back? You're a happy fella. No, I just, I just went all right. Okay, now. Cute. Should we move on to entertainment? Mm. Yes, we can move on. So this entertainment is my section. This is something that I have never really got involved with. Oh, wait. Well, go on. What did we... Um, I, I've decided if the listeners want to send in their own likes or dislikes from the last... Um, past two weeks whatever for next episode you can i've decided you mean well, you brought up the idea and we all yeah. unanimously agreed yeah we did but jesus 
Well, we all agree to that, aren't we? We're happy for that. We agree. Yeah. So. So if you have any likes or dislikes from the past, well, where, whenever really, it doesn't have to be the past two weeks. You can email them in to BritishPeoplePodcast at gmail dot com. Or tweet us. Or tweet us uh, at British but it, people. It would be. But with the weird L I thing. Yeah, it would be more convenient if you just emailed us. Yeah. Just saying. For the moment. Yeah, for that. We're ready? Mm-hmm. Entertainment section, take it away. Dun, dun, dun. So this is fresh off the printing press. This was published okay. Tuesday the 12th at 20 to 3 today. Uh, so this is... Well, I think, well, I think Jane, are you a... Uh, a follower of the soaps? Do you watch soap shows? Only Coronation Street. Well, you'll be excited then. Hollyoaks, Coronation Street, EastEnders and Emmerdale among soaps taking part in first crossover episodes to highlight climate change. Please bear with whilst I go murder my dog. Okay, I'll try to hold back my excitement until then. How the fuck is it going to raise awareness of climate change? I have no idea. It's kind of cool, though. I suppose they could do that because it's like all the same universe. It's not like Marvel meeting DC. I'm back. Are you explaining crossovers? No. I was just saying how, like, I don't know how that would increase awareness of global warming and also that they could do that because it's the same universe. It's, It's like North meeting South. That's a point. It all has to be set in the same world now, technically. Yeah. Unless it's like sci-fi and it's like walk through a portal or they're fixing a kitchen sink and fall through a wormhole. Right, so. Coronation Street, EastEnders, Emmerdale and Hollyoaks are joining forces for the first time along with Doctors, Casualty and Holby City to take part in the landmark media event. TV bosses say they are excited to bring the drama to millions of viewers to highlight the issues that are so important in the same week that world leaders meet to discuss climate change at the COP26 conference. Any of you guys know what that is? No, no idea. Neither do I. Move on. Okay. Great. So, uh, all seven shows taking part of filmed scenes... Let me start that again. All seven shows taking part are filmed scenes or will have references to climate change and fans will see some characters making cameo appearances in rival programmes. There will also be nods and references to other shows. Cool. And let me take this last bit. Uh, It has been great. So they say, obviously, the producers... It has been great to work together on an engaging way to hopefully inspire conversations about issues that are so important. Further details about the storylines will follow, the producers have said. The drama begins on Monday the 1st of November. Mm. So Monday the 1st, tune into your favourite soap and you'll probably see people from other soaps that you probably don't watch. That is interesting. I imagine they'll have one of those like awkward airs about it. Like when they know it's special and it's all a bit clunky, but yeah, it's all like it's it's clear that something different has happened. Yeah, and that's the that's the entertainment news this week. I mean, that's probably quite big for a lot of people in the UK because soaps are quite popular here. Yeah, 
I I do like Cory. Do you watch any soaps, Arthur? Did you say? Um. All I'm gonna say is I can. I'm starting to realise why our listenership figures are low after this episode. You're starting to realise. Well, <clears throat> nothing gets past you, Arthur. I don't know what that was about, that segment, or the last one, or the one before. I think it's because you're sleeping most of the time. Hmm. No, Do you even know I'm what the listening. story was? Climate change, Emma Dale, in EastEnders. Right, now put that into a sentence. Those are like keyword searches. Something to do with that. Go on. Try, try, and, try and tell us what I just spoke about. I don't know, I wasn't listening. That's brilliant, Arthur. That's really great. This is this is why our listenership sucks. It's not my fault. It's not entertaining. That's not the point. That's entertainment. Hmm. News, not entertaining news. Munt. Entertainment. Mhm. Is that it then? We done? That was my news, and the downer brought over by Arthur. I thought that was a good entertainment news story. That was fresh. I thought that was that was interesting because that's relative to British culture. Yeah. Shit, yeah, it is because we like soaps. Exactly. And these are British soaps. <sighs> is Hollyoaks British? Yeah. Yeah, they all are, aren't they? Which is the one that's like in Australia? Oh, is that Neighbours? Oh, Am I thinking of Neighbours? Is Neighbours... I think it's Neighbours, yeah, because isn't that where, um, oh, that lady who plays Harley Quinn. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, she came from Neighbours, and I think that is Australian. Oh, okay. Well, there we are. There we go. Thanks for listening. Is that it? Is that, is that, is, is that what we're doing? Are we wrapping up now? I think we are. I mean. Arthur, input? I just don't know what you want me to say. Everything I say just sort of like isn't right. Like I got country wrong earlier and I got roundabouts wrong earlier. And I just... well, that's fine. You getting stuff wrong is fine. It's when you're not listening. That's when it's shit. I was listening. It's when you're not present in the moment. All right. That was episode 13 of the British People podcast. The... Email is um, britishpeoplepodcast at gmail.com, all one word, if you want to email in about anything we've talked, chatted about today. Are you okay? You sound like you're going to cry. No. Crack on. Oh, I've just lost my flow now. See you in, in two weeks' time, all right? All right. <laughs> uh, are we going? All right, then. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye.